0: It's difficult to do nature study when the weather doesn't cooperate or when your surroundings aren't very nature-friendly. In this episode, we want to explore some ideas for doing nature study in less-than-ideal circumstances. If you've missed any of the previous episodes, be sure to check the show notes for links to those. But for today, let's jump in and ask Karen for some ideas. Welcome to the Simply Charlotte Mason podcast. I'm Sonia Schaefer. Welcome Karen Smith to the podcast again. We are continuing our nature study series. And before I tell you the topic for today, I want to ask, how long have you been doing nature study? Or is that too personal of a question? No, all (laughs) my life. (laughs) Okay, good, good answer. All right, how much of that time have you lived in a town and where there's cold, wintry conditions in the winter? The winters get cold and snowy and icy. How long of that time? Pretty much all my life. (laughs) Okay, well, there you go. (laughs) Then I think you're going to be very qualified for our topic today. Here it is. These are the questions, and they're basically about less than ideal circumstances. So one is asking for ideas for winter. We have a few weeks where it stays below zero and months of being too cold to go outside with notebooks. We're starting the SCM nature journal this year and that's journaling a year in nature, which you wrote. And it has a whole season of ideas for winter nature study in here. So that's good. Um, We're starting that nature journal this year and I'm sure that will help, she says the other question is what do you do when your local area is cutting down trees we do cultivate our garden but it's only 12 feet wide by maybe 30 feet long nature is so squeezed around here so i'm reading into this that it's basically less than ideal circumstances it's weather is not cooperating surroundings are not nature friendly what can we do without going outside? Well, yeah, basically. I mean, I know we've done episodes before on nature study ideas for winter, mm-hmm. and some of those are outside. Yes. So we mm-hmm. can leave a link to that episode mm-hmm. as well. And haven't we done one for in the city? Yes, we as have. well. All right. So we'll leave links to both of those for more ideas. So today you're going to focus on nature study indoors. Yes. Interesting. All right. Fire away. How so, do you do that?
1: Well, there is plenty that we can do because nature is all around us all the time. It's not just outside our doors. Nature is within our houses. Many people have houseplants. Many people have um, pets. Pets, yeah, yeah. All right, so those are just two examples. But there are so many... I have a whole list that we can start to go through if you would like. Yeah,
0: I would love to hear your list. All, All right.
1: right, go for it. So one thing you can do is watch the birds fly across the sky from your window in the comfort of your own home. In the heating. Watch how <laughs> they the fly. Air
0: oh, yes. Different birds
1: fly in different ways. So observe how the different birds fly. You don't have to go outside to do that. Good one, good. If you have bird feeders in your yard, and you should, if you can have them, I know there are different neighborhoods that have regulations that you can't. Somebody might live in an apartment where they can't have a bird feeder. There's no place to put it. So if you can have one, put a bird feeder out. Put food in it. Watch the birds from your window in the comfort of your own home. That come to it,
0: and I believe we've done an episode on bird feeders yes, and what have. types of feed mm-hmm. different birds like best. So yes. we'll link to that too. Yes. All right.
1: Now, some things that you can do if you already have bird feeders and you are continuing to say, see the same birds and you're tired of seeing those same birds, keep at it. Mm-hmm. More birds come. The longer you keep your food out, I mean, over the years, not during the day. Oh, okay. Gotcha. More birds come as um, I don't know, they have like a grapevine or something. (laughs) But you can offer, you can also try offering different types of food. Maybe you just put out sunflower seeds, try putting out some suet, try putting out peanuts that are in the shell. Now, I will caution you on that the squirrels will take those before the birds do.
0: Okay,
1: so just put a couple out in the morning. (laughs) Unless you want to feed all the squirrels, too. And you can watch those, too, the squirrels. It's true. Um, You know, so there are wildlife comes to your bird feeders. You can put out a bird bath if you don't already have one. Now, for those of you who are looking to do this in the wintertime, there are heated bird baths that you can buy. Oh, my. And they're not like saunas or hot tubs. So steam rising. (laughs) For your bird they they do plug in they are electric and they just keep the water temperature above freezing so the birds have some a water source and they can get a drink yes and interesting it's not just the birds that come we have the neighbors cats come and drink out of our bird bath in the winter time <laughs> and of course the squirrels do and you know, so there again the water, open water in the wintertime will draw birds and other animals to your location, and you can observe them from your windows. From inside, Mm -hmm. yes. You can also try putting the feeders in different locations in your yard.
0: Why why will that change
1: things? Well, different birds like things in different places. Let me give you an example. I had a problem with the raccoons Mm -hmm. opening up my suet cage and eating all my suet, and so i moved my suet to the tree and i came up with a way to hang it on the trunk of the tree and more birds come to it now than they did when it was hanging on a pole now to make it more interesting sometimes you get down to you just have a small chunk of suet left and it's a little difficult for the birds to get. And so one day I took that out and I just wedged it between this this tree has has a split trunk. And so okay. I wedged that piece of suet between those trunks. And I thought, oh, the raccoons would just eat it. Yeah. But what I found is that the woodpeckers prefer going to the one that's wedged in the trunk than they do the one that's in the cake. Uh, in the cage that's hanging on the tree, also where they can perch, they can cling to the tree and, and right. do that. But they go to the one that's that's wedged. That's wedged.
0: Yes. Interesting. So, so try experimenting. different.
1: Try different locations. Okay. Try different ways of presenting the food. You might be surprised at yeah. what you see. Attracting different birds. Great. Yes. Another thing you can do inside is learn the bird calls.
0: Oh, that's true. AllAboutBirds.org is a great resource. There's
1: different websites, there's apps. Um, For those of us who are old school, there's CDs. And play the ones of birds you know that are in your area. Use your field guide if you're not sure. A field guide will tell you which birds are in your area. And you can listen to some of those calls, learn them. And then when the weather is nice, you can go outside and hear the birds singing their songs. Because they're very vocal in the springtime. Spring yes, yeah. when they are when they are getting their territory set. And this is my space and they're, when they're drawing a mate. And so that is a good time when the weather is nice and you want to go out again.
0: Yeah. So you've almost it's like you've done your research yes. so you're better prepared now to enjoy yes. it in you know, yes. in real time.
1: Yes. And you'll see more birds if you can hear them and recognize their calls. Mm. So Good point. Here's one that I know most moms do not like. Uh-oh. You can look for spiders oh. and their webs within your home. Sure. Because spiders, uh, there are spiders who are outside and there are spiders that live inside. And the ones that are inside, if it's a warmer day, they're going to be active. Nature's And studying. their webs are always okay. there. hmm mm-hmm. I mean, We're constantly taking them off uh, out of our corners and... <laughs> light fixtures and things like that. So look for those. That's nature, yeah. and that's within your home. You can force some bulbs, flower bulbs, to grow. There are kits at the stores mm-hmm. that you mm-hmm. can buy that will give you the instructions for
0: doing that.
1: That's We a did great that one way. year.
0: Mm-hmm. My youngest and I, we someone gave us a bulb for Christmas, and so when it was time... Um, we, and then we would draw what it looked like every few days yes. so we could progress, you know, chronicle its progression, its yes. growth.
1: Yes, and that's a great thing to do. Now you have a focus for several weeks yeah. of nature study within your home. If you have houseplants outside of the flower bulbs that you might force right. to do that, observe those houseplants. How are they different? What happens if you move a house plant to a different location.
0: Oh yeah, see, this happened, and I didn't even think of it as nature study. We we repainted our dining room, and we put the plant back in on one wall. It used to be right up next to the window. We put it on the back wall. It's only, what, 10 feet away, and the sun can still get in there. We figured it'd get more sunlight at the angle, you know, Mm -hmm. but it just, started withering it was dropping leaves all the time so it wasn't proper light for that plant yeah so we moved it back and it's happy
1: oh my you can do experiments like that and with your house plants you can get a bouquet of flowers from the store bring them home look at how they are different look at the what makes up that flower what are the parts there's the petals, you know, all of those different parts of the flower. Yeah. You can look at those and observe. The difference the on kinds. their leaves. Mm-hmm. You can see that.
0: Yes. Oh yeah.
1: You can even put them, you know, put them in a vase of water. Notice which ones wilt faster than the others. There's always some that, that yeah. you have to remove before the whole bouquet is. Yeah, which ones last longest. It, and yeah. Yep, yep. So that's all nature study. You can observe the clouds in the sky from your window also. True. Some days when you live where it's cold and snowy a lot, some days it's just dreary gray. But there are days when the sun comes out or it's partly cloudy or even mostly cloudy, and you can notice the different cloud formations. How are the clouds moving in the sky? Clouds do move. Yeah. So you can watch the movement of those because of the wind currents where they're at.
0: You can get a feel for the wind without Mm -hmm. being out in it. Yes. You can record the weather.
1: Take a couple of weeks, longer, if your child's very interested in that, and just record the temperature each day. Record if it was windy or not. Was it sunny, was it cloudy? Any of those types of things that are
0: weather related that your child wants to record, you can do that. Okay, now here's a question for you. Because when you say record the temperature each day, the 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 hindrance, I guess, the blocker I came up against was, if I record it first thing in the morning, that's really different from if I record it at three o'clock in the afternoon on a winter day. Yes. And if I re- so if I record it in the morning on one day and three o'clock on the next day, I get really weird weather patterns. So what do you suggest for that?
1: You, you can record the lowest temperature and the highest temperature for the day. If you don't have a thermometer at home, or you want to make sure you do it at the same time every day, okay, a, at the very least. okay. But if you don't have a thermometer, an outside thermometer to do that, your local TV stations, go to their websites, find out what was the high temperature, what was the low temperature. Or my weather app. Or tells your weather me. app yeah. tells you, or um, the National Weather Service, or um, the National Oceanic, I can't remember all of them, but it's NOAA, N-O-A-A, okay. is also a good part of that. And so you can you can go to these places that record the weather.
0: So lowest and, and highest, or just same time every day. Yes. What is it at your house? Mm-hmm. Thank you. And it depends on the age of your children, that's how true. much you
1: want, how, how detailed you want to be, how accurate you want to be, and and not just the age of your children, but the bent of your child. Is your child interested in this and really wants the details on yeah. that? Or is it just eh, whatever?
0: Is it that sunny or is it thing. cloudy? You right. know, that's it.
1: Yeah. So you know, keep that in mind. Okay. Watch a sunrise or a sunset. Sunrises this time I yeah. winter In the winter, sunrises,
0: you know, if you don't have to get up, you don't
1: have to get up very early to see them. Yeah, and sunsets sunsets are happening pretty early. All of
0: those things. Good.
1: You can grow mold on bread.
0: Okay, now this sounds like a science experiment.
1: Well, but mold is nature. That's true. And so it's science experiments, oftentimes, are nature study because we're seeing how. Our world reacts. Different things in nature react with each other. So, different things you can do. Put the bread. Put get. Do several slices of bread. Okay. Different moisture levels for each piece. Different locations in your house. Put one in a dark closet. Put one where it's light and sunny. Put one in the refrigerator where it's cold.
0: Compare. So you're not. How, are you like putting these in ziploc bags, or yes. are you just? Okay, put them in a bag Mm -hmm. and then, so the dog doesn't eat them. Yeah, good point. (laughs) In your home too. Good point. Okay, okay.
1: Just one thing you can do: you can look at the mold with a magnifying glass. You, I mean, there's just observe what happens. That's nature study. Uh huh. There are different crystals that you can grow inside. Rock candy is one of those ones that most people are familiar with. An oversaturated sugar solution (laughs) and you put a string in it and crystals form on, on that string but there are also other crystals that you can grow with some different household products find an experiment book that will give you guidance on on those types of things but just something that you can do and then i assume you would look at those crystals With the magnifying glass? If you wanted to, or, yeah, any way you wanted to. I remember as a child, I received as a gift a crystal growing kit. And, you know, I thought it was fascinating. Experiments with friction or simple machines. These are both physics-type things that you can do. But, again, it's nature study because friction is part of nature. Hmm. Even simple machines are part of nature. A fulcrum, how are you going to move that heavy object up the stairs? Maybe you use a ramp. How do you sweep the floor? That's part of physics. I mean, the way you hold the broom, that's all part of that. So don't overlook those more abstract types of nature study things. Um, Chemistry experiments are another thing you can do that with baking. Baking is chemistry. Cooking is chemistry. So don't overlook that. And winter is a good time for that. It certainly is. <laughs> uh, what happens when you add vinegar to baking powder? Make sure That's a fun you, make one. sure you do that one where it's easy to clean up. Yeah, in the sink <laughs> or um, in the bathtub. <laughs> but there are other things, cornstarch and water. What happens when you when you mix those? And so there's all these different things that you can do, chemistry-wise, that it's nature, it's how things interact with each other. Here's a favorite of mine. Get some owl pellets from a science supply place. And there are ones that are that will sell to homeschoolers and you can buy as many or as few as you need for your family. So if you only need one, you can buy one. One owl pellet. Yes. Okay.
0: And. Have your child pick it apart and find out what's in it. Okay, for people who are not sure what an owl pellet is. When owls eat their food, they eat it whole. And some
1: of what they eat is not digestible. The bones in the fur, in particular, of a mouse, say, that they eat. And so their bodies are designed to package those indigestible things into a pellet-shaped object and then they um, regurgitate that.
0: So you so could the see result what the owls
1: and the and the and some of the fur. Mm-hmm. The, okay. So that would be in the pellet. And they are um, sterilized. The science supply companies sell sterilized ones, so not, you don't have to worry about other things that could be with that. I'm assuming
0: they come with instructions. Yes. Oh good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Could be interesting. Mushroom growing kits, grow mushrooms. Mushroom
1: growing kits are very common at stores today. And get those, follow the instructions and grow mushrooms and then enjoy eating them because those mushrooms are for eating. They are safe to eat. Do experiments with magnets. Another one of those nature things that we don't think about as nature study. But it's there. Let your children play with magnets. Get a prism and split light into rainbows. Mm. Every winter, I, I put a prism, I have two now, in a window. They're in my south window now. And as the sun moves across the sky, I get rainbows in that room because I position them so that it will split the light into rainbows in that room. So just things that you can do, but you can, you can shine other lights through it and see what you get and that sort of a thing. So let your children play with prisms. And again, Science Supply Places, friendly to homeschoolers, you can get one prism. Okay,
0: let's, um, let's leave links in the show notes to these Science Supply mm-hmm. Places that you know of that we can pass along to yes. our viewers. Okay, great. All right, just a couple more. Yeah, these are great ideas. <laughs> Keep them coming. <laughs> you can
1: observe reflections on windows and mirrors. Reflections. Yes. That, again, is how is properties of light, which is nature. What reflections do you notice?
0: What mirrors? doesn't reflect. What doesn't like, reflect. Yeah.
1: What does reflect. How? How does the sun or the light have to be to get a good reflection? All these different things, Mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. And one last one. When the weather is nice or when you are out someplace, collect some rocks, bring them home, and save them for those times when you cannot get outside to do nature study. Ah. Let your children look at the rocks and observe them. Magnifying glasses are great for this, maybe a pocket microscope. They don't even have to identify what types of rocks they are. They can just look at how they are different, how they're the same, how are they made up, all those different things.
0: Great ideas, so. great ideas. Thanks so much. A lot of, lot of ideas to choose from, to customize for the different children in the family, the different ages. And
1: you can level up
0: or down yes. with many of them. Yes, mm-hmm. same activity, just increasing or decreasing what you're looking for excellent thanks so much if you enjoyed this podcast be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode we'll leave links in the show notes to the previous episodes in this series and to those supply places that karen told us about that you can get wonderful nature items singly or just as many as you need for your family I think these ideas are going to be great for those of you who need to do nature study indoors on some days. Thanks for joining me. I'll see you next time.